Hey guys, welcome back to JL's podcast. Thanks for returning if you're tuning in and you've been tracking with us since the beginning. If you're new, welcome as well. I want to encourage you to subscribe. We drop an episode every Tuesday. Hey, now this week I'm really excited about our guest. Now, I've got quite a lot of friends um, who I could have picked from in regards to who would be the first woman to appear on the podcast, but I thought it would be nice to actually hear as well from uh, somebody who, I don't know, you might not have expected. And so we speak to Globen, one of my friends, uh, this week just about her experience um, growing up. Um, she's from the Philippines. We talk about her experience and the difference in culture that she's found between the Philippines and Australia. One of the other things as well is that this is going to be a two-part episode because we didn't get through everything we wanted to get through. And so there's more, even more reason to keep tuning in. Keep your eyes peeled out as well for future episodes with her in it. But this is an awesome conversation. It's recorded over the phone. It's actually been about three weeks in the making, um, but we just finally found some time to chat. So we recorded the whole uh, episode um, and I hope it encourages you. And um, yeah, without further ado, let's tune straight into my conversation with Globern. Alrighty, I am ready when you are. You're ready. Yay! Let's start from the beginning then. Um, Okay. Where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) So you're you're Globern and you're from the Philippines, right? Yes, I am. The Philippines! Yay! What? (laughs) That's not a good thing to say, is it? That's the only kind of Filipino word I know. And I don't think it means something nice when you translate it into English. But um, tell us a bit about the Philippines and what, what it was like growing up. Okay. Um, uh, the Philippines is very, I don't know, it's modern, but not at the same time because <laughs> we're like a third world country. Yeah. But um, the city I grew up in... Um, was very, I would say, very modernized, um, and but you could, it's contrast. Like you can see this big contrast in like the people who are well off and the people who are not. Okay. Yeah. So. so massive um, gap between the but, rich and the poor. Yeah, yeah. But despite that, like the people are still very. Yeah, they're very nice. <laughs> very friendly. Yeah, very friendly. And, um, yeah, well, mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were born in Cebu? Yes, I uh, was, yes. Yeah, that's right. I was in Cebu for uh, Joe's wedding. Uh, so <laughs> what was it like growing up? So you were the first, second, third in your family? So my parents had five children. Yeah. And I'm the second. You are the second. Mm-hmm. What was that like growing up as a family of five? Ooh. Yeah, it's interesting because um all of us except the second with me and my brother next to me are all four born four years apart. 
Okay. So my big brother's four years older than me, and then me, and then the um, my brother next to me, like after me, is a year younger. And then from me to my next sister, it's four years. And then to the youngest sister, from me to the youngest one, is eight years. Wow. Um, I would say it was, well, the three of us, the first three, grew up, pretty much grew up together. Yeah. Because, like... Yeah, we were close in a way, but you could kind of see the difference when we started going to school. Because, like, I started, when I started going to school, my big brother was already in, like, late primary school or late grade school, as we call it back there. Um, so we, I couldn't really relate to him anymore as such. And then my younger brother, um, because he goes to a different school, um, because um, we didn't really like I don't know get along and stuff and yeah. um, because, because I was like the bigger sister I was like no I'm not going to be friends with you <laughs> but <laughs> aside from like school stuff like yeah we, we we pretty much like grew up together and like we were good and stuff and when the other two girls came along yeah, that was when you could kind of see the division between the first three and the second two. Mm. Because, yeah, like... There's a massive gap. Such a, yeah, there's a massive gap. So, like, you can't really relate to what they're into. And yeah. then, I don't know, I was such a, like, a bossy and, like, selfish older sister that I didn't like my younger <laughs> sister copying me. <laughs> like, yeah. no, no, yeah. So, yeah, she she was copying me all the time. And, and because I was, like, such a selfish and bossy person <laughs> like I didn't like it at all and I don't know that kind of like affected our relationship as well so we're not as close but being like the oldest um, daughter I was pretty much tough for the cooking so that's how I learned like how to cook a lot and then when the youngest sister was born I was kind of tasked to um, take care of her so like I'm close Closer to my youngest sister than my other sister. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. So that's how family mm. dynamics work then, hey? Mm. Yeah, I, I was pretty much the same. I, I, I looked after my youngest, our youngest one, um, from a very young age because mum had to work. I had just finished high school. So there was that little bit of a gap there where yeah. I didn't really start um, to work full time. And so I had a lot of time to look after my little sister. And so, yeah, I found that I, I got, uh, we got really close as well. Yeah. Because when, when the youngest sister was born, yeah. um, I was kind of old enough to understand what she was like, what she was experiencing, what she's like into and stuff. But when the sister before her, when number four was born, I was still immature to like understand mm. you know like what she's going through and stuff and so that's why i was like no don't copy me no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could you trying to still figure out your stuff as well mm. so. yeah that makes, yeah that's true yeah that makes um quite a bit of sense um what are some of your funnest well if you have one uh one of the you know most cherished memories when you were when you were still young living with your siblings what what is it? Oh, okay. Hmm, let me have a thing. Hmm. 
Probably when we, like fun days, um, our family days in the Philippines. So that's when, when we were kids, that's when we visited our like grandparents when they were alive and like aunties and cousins and stuff, like lunchtime. Yeah. Um, we would like bring bread or whatever food we bring and then just play around my grandma's house, like both sides. Yeah. And there were times also when we didn't do that, but we went to this um, dim sum restaurant and we just ate like what's <laughs> the cheapest food that you could get there. And yeah. it's so surprising because like this bowl of steamed rice that has vegetable and pork and like a little bit of soup. In the Philippines, we call it steamed rice, mm. but it has all that in there. But here, steamed rice is just rice. But yeah, it has like, it's like a rice bowl with um, pork or beef or whatever meat you want. And then like, it has like a little bit of soup and um, like peas and corn and like some vegetables. Back then it was 20 pesos and that's like not even a dollar. Wow. <laughs> it's like 50 cents probably oh around or, or a little bit less Australian. But when we went back to the Philippines this year, it was like 80 pesos. <laughs> it's like $2 now. Oh but goodness. yeah, anyway, yeah, um, yeah, those were like one of my like memories. Like we just went to this dim sum restaurant in one of the big <laughs> malls like on Sundays and it just had steamed rice. Wow. And then whenever this like, um, this person who works at the restaurant pushes, like, they have, like, a push cart full of, full of like, other dim sum stuff, like yeah. namai, chopal, the crispy um, spring rolls and other things. Yeah. Whenever I, I would ask, like, my parents, oh, can we please have those? They would say, no, just have steamed rice. And they would order <laughs> more steamed rice and more steamed rice until we're full. <laughs> steamed rice. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. The rice must have tasted really good then. Mm. Very good. Like it, they still, we went to that same restaurant, Graham and I, and yeah, it tastes really good. Like it's still like as I remember it. <laughs> yeah, wow. I, I yeah. the only uh, I think probably some of the and I, I, it's weird for me to say this, but yeah, I'd say like for me the tastiest rice that I've ever had was in Thailand. Um, I went on a mission trip there four mm. years ago and up in the mountains where it's not been processed, it's not been Ooh. you know, going through any facts. So it literally got, you know, almost like it's that morning that they brought the rice but, um, and yeah. they gave it to us. It tasted incredible. Um, yeah. And I mean, they don't have cleaner water than we do, but um, mm. the way the rice tastes. So I, I can I can imagine that, um, you know, rice would be tasty just by itself. Although after a while, I don't know, does it get boring? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, awesome. Um, mm. What are some of the biggest differences that you've noticed between... Uh, Filipino culture and Australian culture, according to what you've seen. Ah, this is, oh man, I, I have a lot. But yeah, give us the list. One that comes to mind straight away. Yeah, what's... Straight away is how Christmas and New Year. <laughs> Christmas and New Year. Yeah, okay. So what happens in the Philippines is, um, because we are a predominantly Catholic country, um, mm-hmm. 
this, this um, Spanish tradition called, uh, what is it called now? Uh, Misa de Gallo. So that it's a uh, mass held in the wee hours of the morning, at like great morning, um, nine days before the actual Christmas day. Okay. So, and, and that happens, yeah, so you, apparently <laughs> some people believe that if you complete the nine days of novena or something like that, you get your wish granted on Christmas Day or something. <laughs> wow. I don't believe that, but <laughs> <laughs> some people believe that. So they're like, yay, I've done like nine out of nine. Yay, hooray. Wow. <laughs> and so that's one of the things that not, that's not here. I don't know. I haven't been to any Catholic churches in Perth, but um, from what I hear from my aunties, they don't do that here. Mm. Um, and another thing related to Christmas is in Philippines, or in Cebu at least, the city where I grew up in, Christmas decorations and Christmas music start to come out on the 1st of September. Seriously? <laughs> because, yeah, because of what we call the Burr month, like, you know, it's like, oh, burr, almost December, Christmas, yay. <laughs> so yeah, you really wind up to it. Yeah, like, um, you go, <laughs> it, it changed over the years, you know, like, um, electricity bills and whatnot are more yeah. expensive. But, like, when I was a kid, a lot of the houses, like, around my neighborhood have already, like, put up the Christmas lights and Christmas trees and some, some like little kids would like um, go to your house or like in front of your gate and they would like sing Christmas carols even if it's like still September. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so that's one thing very different here because um, December in the Philippines is um, a wee bit cold, but not very cold, like mm. maybe like 25. Yeah. degrees Celsius. So it's not very cold, but for us, it's cold. Even like 29 is already cold for us because we're so used to the humidity and like you sweat the all heat. the time. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like colder than the usual, like the usual day. So wow. that's one of the things I noticed because it's summer over here in Christmas. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and although um, Christmas is also celebrated here, it's not as extravagant as it is in, <laughs> in Philippines. As so, extravagant? Well, yeah, well... What do you mean by Whatever that? we had, like, uh, how can I explain this? Um, it's not widely celebrated. Uh, oh, no, so it's I'm not pretty. like, so not everyone is behind it. Is that what you mean? Like, some people aren't as into it as everyone else. Yeah, I guess that would be it. Because, like, when that time comes around, yeah. everyone would be like, oh, yeah, Christmas time, Christmas shopping, blah, blah. and um, everyone would be, like, panic buying, going to, like, supermarkets to, like, secure their um, meals for the, um, for Christmas Eve because we meet Christmas Day at 12 in the morning. So we stay up wow. the 24th of December. Yeah. And then so my mom would, like, <laughs> because there's five of us, she would, like, assign, like, way beforehand, before December, she would be like, okay, big brother, you cook spaghetti. Okay, Glover, you cook, you make salad. Okay, Bradley, <laughs> like the, my brother, cook, uh, make dessert. Like every, each of us have our own 
own food to own cook food. for the yeah. for yeah for the meal um the midnight meal we call it noche buena something midnight meal Christmas midnight meal in Spanish I'm not really sure what it means but that's what we call it <laughs> wow. and then yeah so yeah that's what my mom does and then um and then we would stay up and then once it hit 12 we'd be like yay Merry Christmas and then we would pray and then we would eat like our meal like big um um processed ham <laughs> Wow. And spaghetti and whatever we want to cook for that um, special night. Yeah. And then eat dessert as much as we want. And then after that, we would like open our Christmas gifts. And by that time, depending on how many gifts we have, um, when I was a kid, we had like a lot of gifts. We would like finish opening gifts until like four in the morning. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, when I was a little kid, but as we got older, we would finish at like two in the morning. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, because we only had like two each or three each at most or something when we were older. But yeah, and then um, because we also have some Chinese influences, um, the Chinese people believe that um, lighting fireworks or firecrackers like dispels the bad spirits away kind of thing. (laughs) So, So like the hours before the midnight of the 25th, yeah. Like, there would already be, like, firecrackers, like, bang, 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 everywhere. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, such a big celebration. And, in fact, I heard from, like, some other, some of my friends, they actually don't stay in their house. Like, their whole neighborhood would be, like, coming out at midnight to greet each other, and then they would eat, and eat like, the meal, like, a midnight meal at each other's house. So it's oh, that's such really a, nice. Yeah, and then here you're just like, oh, everyone's asleep. It's already midnight. Christmas. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> stay at your house. Yeah. I'll stay at my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, sad. So, yeah, it's so much fun. And then, like, in the morning when we wake up at, like, 10 or even, like, 12 uh, noon, we wake up because we slept really late. Yeah. Then that if we, if we get, like, DVDs or, like, um, back then it was, like, VCDs for as a present, that's when we would watch it and then eat our breakfast or brunch. Oh, yeah. And then in the afternoon, we would go to our um, grandparents' place and have, like, the Christmas in my mom's parents' place first. And then for dinner, we went to my dad's parents' place and we'd meet all our cousins and play hide-and-seek and play uh, with firecrackers and then get told off because we shouldn't play with firecrackers <laughs> because we would blow our hands off. Yeah! <laughs> That does sound like a really fun Christmas. Yeah, wow. and then it's pretty similar New Year's as well. Yeah. Um, we usually go to Mass at like 9 in the evening, the 31st of December, and then my mom would also prepare food. This time, though, the meal is called... What would you call it again? Well, I can't remember. Mucho buena and... What it's called? It's another like Spanish term. Spanish and then, uh, same thing, but... The difference with the Christmas and New Year one, the New Year one, is because um, Chinese believes, you know, same thing with the firecrackers, but then there's more firecrackers. Like, new more one. firecrackers. Like, when we were kids, my dad used to buy a lot, but when, as we got older, 
um, the laws are like banning it. Don't buy from like unauthorized sellers, like because people just make their own <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> and it doesn't work, and your hands get blown up yeah, and that's stuff. Right. It gets a bit dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is very dangerous. So there's been laws like recently um, put into place so, to avoid that. Because yeah, the emergency <sighs> emergency rooms and the hospitals are very busy doing that. Wow. But, yeah, yeah. And we were when we were older. Um, that's when we just like watched and like looked up the sky and see whatever our neighbors' fireworks look like. I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. So that I think is like the biggest difference. It's like New Year's here is like nothing. <laughs> New Year's. No one's doing But you've only been in Perth for New Year's. <laughs> Have you? Haven't you? When it when it comes Sorry, to Australia. Sorry, say that again. When it comes to Australia, you've only been in Perth for New Year's, haven't you?、Uh, Have you been to、like、Sydney? Have you been to Melbourne? Ah,、uh, no, I've only、years? been in Perth. Yeah. Yeah, New Year's in Perth、yeah. is very quiet. That's for sure. Yeah. That's not.、Um, yeah, that's definitely yeah. true.、Um, any other differences? Oh, okay. Differences in the culture. So you, you've touched Christmas and、uh, New Year's, which has a strong Spanish and Chinese influence.、Uh, yeah. For me, it seems like Philippines Philippines has always struck me as a strong as having a strong American influence. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. Because you you have an American accent. I mean,、oh, yeah. Joe has an American. Most Filipinos have an American accent.、Um, mm. What, well, what's up with that? I, well, okay. So here's the thing. All of us, I well, in the city at least that I grew up in, probably also in the other、um, other places, in school you are taught English,、mm-hmm. and because in our history we were colonized by the Spanish for three hundred years, colonized by the Americans for thirty years, and then the Japanese for three years, and then Americans again. So. Um, so there was a period of time that,、um, because of that history, the Philippines and the United States of America have that kind of relationship.、Yeah. So, like grade one, so the first grade or like first year one in primary school. So we were we had a reading class、yeah. and a language class. So in reading, we read stories and then. Figure out which was the main idea and supporting ideas was the main character, blah blah blah.、Yeah. And then in language class, that's where we are taught grammar,、um, nouns, pronouns, and etc. So、mm-hmm. <laughs> the funny thing though is like、um, your pronunciation should、yeah. be a certain way. <laughs> and、yeah. then when I got here to Australia, I'm like. That's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> no, that's how the Australians pronounce it. Oh, one other culture shock that just came to my head right now because of all the American、um, products that we see in our like supermarket and the shops. And when I came to first time supermarket, and then Graham was like, 
oh, what would you like to cook for dinner? And I was like looking her. I was like, what are these things? I don't know. <laughs> no I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> yes, the supermarkets yeah, so are very funny. different. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, because I, mm. um, when we went for Joe's wedding, we stayed uh, near a supermarket that had like, I think close to about eight levels of shops. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. like close to about 50 shops per floor. That was insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's normal for us because um, we used to have this really old street in Cebu. It's called Colon Street. So it felt like, you know, your colon, your large intestines. <laughs> wow. The street is named Colon Street. Yeah. And that street is, I would say, back in the day, it could be like comparable to like Murray Street Mall or Hay Street Mall or, right. you know, in your little suburbs, like that big shopping district. Yeah. That was what it was before. But because of like modernization and, you know, Asian countries having this, huge shops and mm. yeah so that's when um the, all the big shops um, were like built and erected and everyone just goes there to have a you know have a good time and relax and shop and eat and watch movies so that's just the one place however there are still small shops like really old shops that are still there so they they, they are still getting business Mm. But um, they would most probably be wholesalers yeah. or the, the ones that don't have an actual brand, like just people, so like you know, markets. sewing clothes and yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's really nice, but it, it, because it's downtown, it's like a dangerous place. <laughs> I didn't really <laughs> take Graham there much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like there's this. I can remember clearly there's this, um, like, craft, I would say craft shop because they sell, like, linen, they sell cloth, they sell, like, um, yarn, they sell, like, sewing-related craft things. Yeah. And um, when I was, I first heard of this place when I was, maybe, like, six, and to this day, it's still there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so wow. th those that places up in downtown, they're still, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's more of like huge shops and modernized and yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. What's your, just a side question, what's your hardest accent for you to understand? Oh. The hardest English accent? I would say... Irish and Scottish accent. <laughs> Goodness me, it's so hard to understand them. But the the really thick Australian accents as well, they talk really fast. That one, yeah. I'm a bit. Yeah, I have a bit of a difficult yeah. time. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know. But you know. it's mostly those. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. You're in the majority. Um, <laughs> There's this show. I don't know if you watched IT Crowd, um, but there's a but there's an Irish guy in there who um, he he's yeah he is really hard to understand. And the only thing that I think I remember him saying from the show is like, "Have you tried turning it off and on again?" Because he's he works in IT. I bet you didn't get that, did you? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> 
good. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I'm trying. I'm trying to watch more like Graham and I. Currently, are, we are watching the Great British Menu. I don't know if you've heard of that cooking show. No, I um, haven't. And they have the that these chefs are like cooking for a banquet, and then they're from like the different regions of. I would say that you can't say yeah, because wow. there's people from Northern Ireland, yeah, this place that from Wales, from the they have like different accents. But watching this show actually helped me to understand like the Irish customers that I deal with at work. That's like, good. That's I can good. understand them better now. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Good yeah. on you. That's really great. <laughs> um, you, you talked a little bit about uh, the Philippines having a strong, or from where you came from, Cebu, having a strong Catholic uh, background. Now, have you been a Christian your whole life or not? Okay, the answer to that is no. Um, I was born in a Catholic family. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I have my mum's youngest sister is a nun, and she's in Italy. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. So we are a very, very strong Catholic family. Yeah. Um, and relating to Christianity or Protestants or whatever, whatever the group is, I don't really care about the group. It's what I've learned um, in the years that I've known Jesus personally, is that it's it's your relationship. It's not whatever you're practicing. Mm. But because of that really strong Catholic belief, um, I remember my mom's mom. She she was praying all the time, like like praying like the rosary and all these novenas and yeah. every day that I saw her, like every time I saw her, she was like praying and then she would talk to us and she'd play with us and then she's praying again. Like, yeah, but very, very strong Catholic family. And um, because of, um, there's a lot of factors that contribute to how it is very strict because this is the way you do it. Mm -hmm. This is the way our family is doing it. So you should do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, when uh, I first went to this um, evangelical Christian church um, in Cebu, because my college friend invited me to his church, and yeah. um, it was for like a youth event kind of thing, and um, I felt very welcomed, and I felt very like, like as if I belonged and stuff, and I don't know. I just have a very, my, my brain is just very absorbent, as I, would, as I would like to say it, because I'm very good at, like, whatever the Bible teaches uh, back then, but, no, like, I know the stories, I know all of it. Because <laughs> my parents, like, usually, well, my mom, um, she would, like, tell us Bible stories as, like, bedtime stories when yeah. we were kids. So, like, I know of them. And then when I went to this um, youth event at my friend's church, my college classmate's church, uh, I knew everything, but then I noticed that there was something different. And then I was like, ooh, what's this? And then they were, like, saying about this, da, 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 about the Christian faith, about... Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's good. So I didn't say anything wrong in that. Because, yeah. you know, it's God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's about sure. Yeah. It's about Jesus, like, they're talking about Jesus, singing all these songs about him, like, okay, yeah. And then, um, and then there was one time when I asked permission, because 
to go to another event, and then my parents were asking, like, oh, where are you going? Like, oh, I'm going to to this place, to this church. We're going to be doing this. And then um, they said, no, you can't go there. I'm like, why? Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not out, I'm not out partying. I'm not out drinking. Yeah. Even though I was old enough to drink, um, but that, that was never my thing. Um, and then they're like, no, because... Because you're a Catholic, you should do this uh, because if you go there, you're gonna break our family, you're gonna destroy our family. I was like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, so it was a very hard transition. Yeah. Um, for me, um, but because these people were like, I could really see that they were they were genuinely nice to me. Like they weren't using me for anything or whatever. Like, yeah, we weren't doing anything bad as far as I know of. Probably the only thing we did bad back then was we went home too late. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Probably Classic the only Christians. Thing. But other than that, we went, we were just talking and singing and having fun and doing games and having dinner together and um, reading the Bible. So I didn't really find anything bad with it. But and then I asked um, uh, one of like the youth leaders, and then they were saying that um, if you really like believe that what we're doing here or what we're talking about the Bible stuff, if you really believe that that is true, then um, it's better for you to just obey your parents because that's what the Bible says. So mm. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, days and days, like months and months of just crying because I'm like, eh, I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be with my friends. <laughs> yeah, I want to go with my friends. And then all the photos on Facebook. I was like, no. Oh, yeah. no. That's very sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really, really hard cause, because of that. But um, thankfully, now that like I'm older, they did see like the changes. Yeah. Which um, the like that was the feedback that my dad told me on my wedding day. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm so glad that you. You have changed, you've changed for the better, so this thing that you must be doing must be good for you. I'm like, yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, that's the end of that episode, and um, I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you liked it. If you're new and you haven't yet, why don't you leave a rating, um, subscribe so you stay up to date with new episodes that are dropping and leave a rating as well. Um, just want to let you know that um, all the links with um, Globen's details, how you can get in touch with her, her YouTube channel, that's all in the podcast notes. And so yeah, I want to encourage you to get in touch with her there. Um, and also if you're new but just letting you know we drop an episode pretty much every tuesday and so subscribing will actually will give you um, alerts from when a fresh episodes fresh episode drop uh, fresh episode drops lastly um i want i just want to leave you with a question of the week maybe you've traveled in and out of australia maybe you haven't maybe you're from overseas what is the biggest culture shock that you've ever experienced let me know let Globo know um, 
and uh, would love to hear from you. Last but not least, stick around for a song from my friend Amy. And if you haven't yet as well with her, why don't you go into the link that's in the in the notes, connect with her and uh, buy her album. Um, and I hope that it blesses you as well. So we'll see you next Tuesday for a brand new episode.
you pour.